All right. Wherever you're at, thank you for tuning in and bending an ear, giving me uh, 30 minutes to an hour of your time. Thank you for joining the Full Circle Mentality Podcast. I'm the host with the most, better than butter on toast. You can call me Jay the Pounds. You can call me Don Julio. And today I'm uh, uh, a long time coming. I'm sitting with uh, Devin. Thank you for joining yes, me here today, bro. Um, man, we've been, uh, we've been going back and forth for a while now. So, um, shit, man, I'm getting nervous when the lights get on. <laughs> it's a little different, isn't it? Um, but first of all, I just want to say thank you for making that drive from San Jose out here to Sacramento. Yes, sir, definitely, definitely. Cause right now it's going to be gridlock on the way back. So man, I just literally really appreciate it. It's, it's, um, it says something when uh, someone's willing to just make time out of their day no, most to come and chop it up. Literally, just to come and talk. Um, but a couple of things we're going to dive into, man. Before we even get started, um, people's attention spans, you know, it's a little shorter nowadays. Um, do you want to get your plugs out, man? Where are you yeah. going to be? What you got going on? Uh, we're obviously going to talk about the latest album that came out. Yes, sir. Um, nothing makes sense until it does. Um, but you got any shows coming up or anything you want to promote? Yeah, man. Uh, I'm going to be at the Loft July 21st in San Jose, downtown San Jose, uh, with the homie Awa Gordon, the homie AJ Murillo with the bar. Even. It's going to be like a live interview, a meet and greet, and a live performance from all of us. It's going to be really smooth. Nice. Is that like, uh, what time does that start? Uh, it starts at 8.30. The interview starts at like 8.30 and it'll probably go all the way to like 11, 11.30. Okay. That's that's pretty dope. So you guys are doing a live interview prior to the shows, prior before you perform? Yep. Okay, and what do you uh, do? You guys know what you guys are going to be talking about, or it's just the 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 crowd kind of asking questions that they want to. Uh, a little bit of both. Um, so the host, he's a he's a DJ at San Jose State, um, and I did a previous interview with him. He has like a show on there called Stop Drop and Roll, mm-hmm. and basically he just gets different artists and just different creatives, and he has them talk on there. Uh, so he's bringing this live, you know, instead of just doing it like on the radio, he's going to do it live in person and just get like people just like into it you know yeah no it's um it's pretty dope whenever something's live and you have um audio like fans or people who appreciate your music um being able to sit down and vibe with the actual artist you know i think a lot of people after they get their blow up and they start making their money they kind of lose that connection um is that something that like you want to keep throughout your your music career like do you like that connection with your fans yeah 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 definitely i would say just being able to connect with people and like have them like listen to the music and just how it makes them feel like like just off this latest album there's a bunch of songs on there where just people have like reached out to me and it's like man i've kind of going going through these these things as well so mm-hmm. just the fact that you're able to speak on it it means a lot so just just being able to to connect honestly is the biggest thing like numbers is cool you know revenue is cool or whatever but honestly like i make music because i love it so even if i even if i wasn't like making money or have any fans or whatever like you I still, would be, still doing be doing it. this hey we're still rocking with the podcast too man you know and we're making pennies over here um but that's what we do it for man the passion the love just for people to be able to listen to hear uh relate to you know um i got that you brought up the um, this album uh, what you were saying about the album, people, you know, reaching out to you and telling you that they're going through certain things. Um, they may be, may be able to relate to certain songs. Is Was that a theme going into this project? Was that some like, 
because for me this is like when i'm digesting the music and i'm listening to it the whole way through it's like you've hit a certain level i haven't heard a lot of your previous stuff but you mm -hmm. like it seems to me like in your life you are at a certain level in your life where you know you kind of are reflecting on the past um and where you were where you're going and then where you're at you know and all the all the stuff in between you know what i mean like mm -hmm, you talk about like like youngsters you know other rappers you talk about family you talk about love you talk about um everything that people can relate to you know and was it was that the theme for you like for like a very feeling album for this album i would say it kind of just came from like this the past year year or two just really going through a bunch of things in my life where whether it was you know people or loss or love or whatever whatever the case was but just kind of figuring out where i was and just being able to speak on that um i would say one of the biggest things was for me last year uh and it's like one of the songs on the album is called morning coffee uh, i lost my grandma like last year and like before that i never had experienced like experienced death or anything like that like really that close to me mm -hmm. and it really just made me contemplate like on life like how quick it could be here and gone so like really just being thankful for what i have and cherishing the people around me um and it just really made me think to be honest um sorry for your loss no nah, it's all good man Thank um you. but that brings me up into that was like a, a question that i had been wanting to ask um from the beginning since i first heard that song um you know how important is a song like that to you to make it on that that album uh it's the most important honestly um just because like when i started making music that, that was like like one of my biggest like fans like whether I had a show or like at a club or a venue or whatever like my grandma could barely walk and she would still like try to make it out there yeah. and just come and see me and would always tell me like how proud of she like how proud of me that she was and all that so just just being able to have that message on there and just not even only for myself like to vent uh for the family as well you know yeah no that's um it's a beautiful thing that when i listen to it it's your love letter to her yeah, that's definitely. what i that's what i definitely got from it you know um being your being your rock it seems like in the mornings having that morning coffee with her having the conversations and you know um throughout the some of the other albums you or other the songs you you, you kind of mentioned her not being here you know and it's just um that's a heavy song bro it's a heavy song and thank you for making that song because a lot of people can relate to it and it's a beautiful thing to be vulnerable yeah you know yeah. No, thank you. I appreciate it for real. No, yeah, that was just a it was just a song that I had um I had been wanting to ask you about for a while. Um one of the I have like three songs that I have down here that I kinda wanna just touch on. Um Show Improve. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they ain't talking nothing. They just say I got a drummy. Right? I think that's the line. Yeah. Like you're talking about rappers, um, and what they're rapping about. Mm -hmm. You say, Look at the youth, all they're talking about now is uh pull up and shoot yeah where are we coming from they want us to lose can you explain more into that those like into the um into that pretty much into those phrase, phrase? yeah man uh i would just say like the the landscape of music and even just like media like that's pushed out now is really just it's violent and it's aggressive and it starts at like a really really young age now yeah and it's it's pushed in front of them whether that's on tiktok or instagram or in the music and it's almost glorified in a sense like you can't really 
go on a uh, a playlist or even the radio station now without some type of music that's like that. And I don't think that's like really a, a good thing for our, our youth, you know, being a, a father, I would say like I wouldn't want my daughter like listening to any of that or just having that pushed in front of her. So I would just say like a lot of the times too, like you, you don't really need to make that type of music. I would say just being more vulnerable and like honest, it goes a, lo- a longer way than just all like all that aggressive stuff. Yeah, the, the fake shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like half of the shit that people rap about, they don't do. Um, yeah and it's all like a it's all like a gimmick or they feel like they have to do it to make some type of impact or whatever they want to call it but it's like i would say just being yourself goes a long way Mm -hmm. that's something that i didn't experience firsthand uh well kind of i used to work with uh first through sixth graders like six years ago Mm -hmm. um set in south sacramento and a lot of the kids were singing like catchy songs like bad and bougie and Fucking what else was out there during that time? A bunch of other shit. And they were rapping it and they were singing it. You know, I'm smoking cook in the hot box. I'm like, do you know what that means? And the kid looks at me like, no. And I'm like, well, then why are you singing it? He's like, well, because it's catchy. And that's when I kind of got it. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Like, damn. And then I started thinking about the music that I listened to in fifth and sixth grade. I'm like, damn. That's where I learned about, you know, started learning about fucking weed, cocaine, uh, guns, drive-bys, gang banging, Mm -hmm. all this shit through the music. And we don't really realize how much that's affecting the youth and like how much we're the fuck. We're sponges, bro. We're we're sponges. We're sponges. It's crazy. It's a and you making this music. um, Not only is it. You know, you making your music, but it's it's setting a, a new example for the youth that you can be who you want to be, be who you are and make great music. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think I could ever, ever make like anything that's, that's not true to me. Um, cause I just wouldn't be comfortable with it. Yeah. You, you'd be, uh, you'd be, you'd be faking it. So yeah. like if you're fucking had a product that like snake oil, you know what I mean? People sell snake oil, fucking snake oil. Like back in the days is like, Oh, this will fucking relieve everything. You put it on your cut. Fucking you're tired. You drink it. You know what I mean? But all it was was fucking water and some dirt. You know what yeah. I mean? It was nothing. It was fake. Um, but yeah, that's uh that that show improved. That was a that's what I got from that song. Is like you're kind of flexing a little bit. Low like key, a it can look like a low key flex. Like I can do all this. You guys can say all this, that, and the other. And I'm still making better music than you. Yeah. I still got better <laughs> bars than you. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. I was like, okay, I was at the gym today listening to that one. I was like, all right, let's fuck improve, <laughs> motherfucker. Let's go. Yeah, and just also just like. Another thing from that one is just I feel like in this generation that we're in, we're always looking outwards rather than within ourselves. I think like just showing up for yourself and proving to yourself, you don't have to prove to like anybody, you know, you really need to prove to yourself. And I feel like that's something we tend to focus on, like what other people think or how they're going to feel or whatever. At the end of the day, the only thing that like really matters is how you feel about yourself. That's 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 deep, too. Not a lot of people are showing up for themselves nowadays. Just staying consistent, you know. Everybody's, you know, go. I feel like, like life now is just so fast. Things move so fast. Like definitely, you said, um, you know, you had a daughter. She's five. That time probably flew by. Exactly. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. She just started. Like she just finished TK. Like just like a few years ago, she just just came out the womb. Like it's wild. <laughs> and then another five years will go by before you know it. You know what I mean? You be taking going to prom, this that, and the other. 
it's crazy. Um, before I ask you about a couple other songs, I just I, I like to just go on little side tangents. Um, so five years ago, right when you had your daughter, were mm-hmm. you ma- how long have you been making music? I've been making music since like eight years now. Eight years. Yeah. Was it? What were you originally making? So the music that I was making before was just kind of like upbeat, like party, like turn up stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was more like me just kind of being young, I would say. Um, I didn't like always have like this <laughs> this type of like wisdom or whatever you want to call it. But like I was just kind of making turned up stuff and just kind of just understanding where I was or just trying to get, get into it and figure out, figure it like it out pretty much. Um, but as I got older and like to now, it's just like I'm going through life and the transitions and just gaining more knowledge of like self and being able to put that in music. Has, was there a switch at all that flipped for you when your daughter was born, when you were making music? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I would say like just right after she was born. Um, so I wasn't super, super serious about music before then, honestly, like I was just kind of making it. But it was never anything like, oh, like, I know these songs are going to impact these people. And I know this and this feeling and et cetera. But like after she was born, I just kind of just started looking at myself. Like, what am I what am I doing? You know, what are the words that I'm saying? Like, how am I going to impact people? And like, how far is this going to go? Like, I wasn't like really making too much content or videos or whatever. I was just like, here's my song. Go listen to it or whatever. Yeah. At now this, you're going hard at this day you're creating a lot right now yeah. like the, the clips on instagram uh um, youtube it's um it's pretty consistent from you, you yeah know? so that that was your your switch to just put the pedal to the metal yeah and get serious about everything exactly because it's like if i don't do this like what else am i gonna do you know like i could do like a million other things but like something that i'm passionate about is really only this how is that having to provide, you know what I mean? Having to believe in a dream, you know, that might not be shown. Like, you know, at, at an infancy stage of what you're doing, right? It might be, it, it, most likely, 100%, it'd be easier for you to get a state job. Mm-hmm. To go work for a prison, right? Make hella bank. Exactly. Yeah. Why not choose that route? Because I don't get like fulfillment from that, you know? like Yeah. The fulfillment I get is like in making my music and just being able to connect with people and being outside with the community and seeing like life change, you know, um, whether that's through my action or my music or whatever the case is, if that's just me speaking or just being who I am, if I'm able to do that just through music and just being myself, I'd much rather do that because uh, you only get one life. You really only get one life. You're only here for the time being. So if you don't take full advantage of like the time that you have here, then like, what are we doing? You know, bullshitting. That's what you're doing. <laughs> it's uh, I was almost a prison guard, man. Yeah. I was like one step away from being a prison guard. I just needed my psyche evaluation to sit down with the doctor and tell me I'm not crazy or have any fucking crazy tendencies. Yeah. And uh, I was like 21. I was, or I was gonna be. I was 21. And I told my dad, I was like, Dad, like, fuck can't do this man like i know you did it my he did it for me and my brother you know because he had to put food on the table and that was the option at the time mm-hmm. you know but like i look at that as like a blessing like he did that for me and now i'm able to do 
you know, what I want because of you. Exactly. You know, I don't think a lot of people see that. And I think a lot of people get stuck in their situations, though. But the reason I do ask you those questions is because some people will be like, oh, well, yeah, no, I have a daughter. I have kids now. I have responsibilities. But for you, that's not an excuse. No. No. So if anything, it's more motivation. That's that's that that part right there is what I really wanted to get to people listening. And um, so it's a message that I've kind of been harping on since I started the podcast is just um, do what you want. You know, I, I created this show to sit down with people like yourself to show the youth, the youngsters, people who are older that you have options in your life. You don't have to be stuck in this cookie cutter fucking format, you know, MLA format for mm-hmm. the rest of your life. You can venture off and do other things and create opportunities. And if you know, when you really give yourself to something, you know, a lot of doors really open up. Exactly. And that leads me to my next question, man. Um, well, next song, trust the universe, mm-hmm. right? Trust that the universe will put me in my place. So like, um, I was listening to this song and that's exactly what I get from it is like, I'm fucking, I'm doing everything that I can and more. I'm giving myself to the game, to this passion, to this art and where it takes me, it's going to take me. That's where I feel like you're at, you know, with that song. Um, yeah. I just said said the same same shit in my notes. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Like, there's no going back for you. You know what I mean? The universe is going to put you in the place that you need to be. Nah, yeah. And I think it's just trusting, just like really just trusting, like, whatever I do, it's going to be like the right decision. I think a lot of the times we get like really caught up in like, oh, this happened or this happened or am I going the right path? But it's like wherever you're supposed to be is what you're like, you'll end up being. Whether like it's you're having a bad day or a good day or whatever, all that's meant to happen. You you learn from the bad days and the good ones are always going to be the good ones. So, Was there, I know that, um, do you have, do you have those, um, moments still? Like, do you ever second guess yourself whenever you're making music still? Or, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Still creeping up on you? Yeah. Back in your mind, like, fuck, is this shit good? Yeah. Like, why am I doing this? Yeah, all the time, man. Like, it's, there's never going to be like, oh, like, I'm perfect or whatever, you know, we're all, we're all human. So like, there's going to be doubt. There's going to be self doubt. Uh, I'm sure, I'm sure J. Cole does it. I'm sure Drake does it, you know, yeah. like it, it just comes with whatever you're doing. But I think just trusting like whatever happens. And like, once you get past the, the doubt and move forward with it, it's like, nah, like what was I even thinking about? Like there's songs that I put out like a couple of times where it's just like, ah, oh, I don't know about this. And then the response is just like, bro, like you're tripping, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Nah, that's, I think that's in, yeah, I think you're completely right. Every creative might have that, you know, put out a piece of, of, of artwork, you know, um, you know, still life drawing or a podcast or a song. And you're like, fuck that episode didn't hit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I didn't get what I wanted out of that episode. Then you got like three people. Hey, yo, that episode was pretty cool. That dude you had on was nice, you know, yeah. this that, and the other. And I think we, we kind of tend to focus more about like, like numbers versus like the impact of it honestly like now it's like oh like i want a million listeners uh for my songs like monthly or whatever but out of those million listeners like how many people are really you know connecting like they may like listen to it but how many people are getting it you know if i could have a hundred people that get it versus a million like i'll take those hundred people like all day same you know you really want that um like that ground roots following, you know, that roots following, like, you know, 
the people that started with you from the very beginning, those guys yeah. are going to be rocking with you for forever, you know? And, um, yeah, I don't think, I think it's, uh, I think shit gets diluted when a lot of people are looking at stuff and then everybody kind of has the opinion about it and that doesn't really make sh- shit sense. You know what I mean? It's just another like topic to talk about, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, with your album too, a lot of the music that, or a lot of the songs, a lot of the tracks, nothing was over like three minutes. Mm-hmm. Was that uh, intentional? No, it wasn't no. too intentional. Like some songs, I have a lot more to say. Some songs, I already said what I need to say, so just let it be. Okay, I was like, no, knock it all. I was just asking because yeah, people. No. I, uh, I I mentioned earlier the attention span of people, That's and I was like, I, think about too, to I was like, honest. damn, I wonder if he did that because people's attention spans are, like slowly slowly diminishing into a minute yeah i definitely think about that too sometimes like even for myself like a five six minute song is kind of long it's long as fuck (laughs) like like if i'm not gonna listen to a five six minute song like why am i putting it out so yeah yeah just some songs i have a lot more to say and then some songs i don't it's like those fucking old parliament songs i don't know if you listen to parliament like funk and shit or just like old um like old jam bands, they'll have like, like loop like for like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, they're just like jamming, and then you're like, this song's still fucking on, and you check, and it's like eight minutes deep, and you're like, yo, you guys gotta cut this at four <laughs> minutes, and this would have still been a great song, you know? Right, like you got four hooks on here for what? Four hooks, you got five <laughs> solos, four, five guitar solos. Right. It's wild. Um, is there any challenges being in the? in the music industry like what's the biggest challenge or the biggest challenges that you have been facing or has everything been smooth sailing for you Mm, biggest challenges i would just say not even like music just like life yeah (laughs) really just like life challenges like really just just staying like focused you know staying focused sometimes is hard just balancing everything like life will pull you this way that way exactly you know but you still gotta be exactly in your moment and i kind of got to a point where now it's just like all right i know i have to do this i have to do this and like just making my schedule a little bit chiller you know to where it's like all right i have enough time for my daughter i gotta record i gotta make content this this and that and i think that like really like helps me like throughout my week sometimes kind of creating that routine for yourself yeah do you do that like uh daily weekly uh weekly so like, weekly set out yeah, your week weekly. and what you're gonna do because i know i've never had any like uh, podcast isn't the biggest in the world right but i don't ever have anybody send me email invites like that yeah you know what i mean you're about your shit you're like <laughs> hey man i'm gonna fucking i'm gonna fucking drive out there bro you better be fucking ready for me dog <laughs> like like I, don't fucking flake on me bro i'm fucking you know somebody's watching my daughter you know what I mean? and then you know a lot goes into that yeah you know a lot goes into just coming and making this drive yeah you know what i mean so I appreciate it. Nah, it's love, bro. Man, so the music that you make, I love it. I've listened to the album like twice today while I was at the gym. Um, it really does put me in my feels. Like it puts me into a different mind state. Um, you put on certain tracks and stuff to get. I, I think music gives you something whether you realize it or not. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you can, I can be listening to like. But going to the gym and I'm listening to like some old shit like Woody. You know what I mean? Like yeah. some old gangster shit and like you're fucking getting in a weird mind state like, ah, but the fucking fuck these weights up. You know what I mean? <laughs> or I put on some oldies to relax. Exactly. And then when I put on your music. It kind of, it just, it takes you 
it, it's so fucking crazy. If you guys haven't yet, check out the album. Um, you guys will love it. Like, for real. It puts you in this, like, transcendent, transcendental state, I would say. Um, it gives you, a, it, like, you're aware. Like, I was at the gym and I was aware of what, what was going on. I was listening to what you were saying. I was relating to it. I was thinking a little. I knew you were going to be on here, so maybe I was thinking a little bit deeper. Um, but not every artist or you know can do that. And you did it for a whole album. Yeah. Hats off to you, bro. Thank you, bro. Yeah, Thank you guys got to check out the album. You guys really do. You're going to have to sign the one on the wall, too. Oh, I didn't sign it. My no, bad. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, you, for real? You thought you signed it? I think so. Did you sign them all? Or? Yeah. Pretty sure. I don't Shit, know. Not that one. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 no, but yeah, I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to fucking open it up and have him sign it. You know what I mean? For when you blow up, that's just gonna be worth like a mil. I won't sell it though. Right. I won't sell it. Even though I got it on my phone, the hard copy still means something. Say, like, I still got a, like a J. Cole vinyl like on my wall. Oh, for I real? Yeah, no, it just it's there. It is what it is. I had it open. Like, Shout out J. Cole. Is he, that's my guy. That's that's like one of your bigger inspirations, would you say? Yeah, J. Cole and like Mac Miller for sure. Okay. For sure. What's um a couple off the top from J. Cole, bro? That that are your the favorite? Forest Hill Drive album. Yeah? Yeah. That was a big one for you. Yeah. Uh Love Yours. Just even the intro, but I would say Love Yours is like one of my go to's, especially like when I'm not feeling a hundred percent, like I definitely put that on and it just makes me think about like what i'm going through you know like and i feel like a lot of the times we kind of think about like oh, our situation or oh, like i'm having a bad day but like somebody has it worse you know somebody, that is tr that is true everybody goes through suffering but fuck i hear stories bro you scroll through instagram you're like god damn yeah i could have been that woman who got hit by a tire imagine yeah. being hit by a fucking tire be taken out bro that should be crazy. That'd be fucking wild if if so I passed like that. Like, oh, what happened to Julio? Oh, a semi tire just popped off while he was walking to the gym and yeah. fucking got him in the dome. Rest in peace, the homie. Yeah, that shit is insane. That would be fucking horrible. <laughs> That'd be horrible. It's funny. It's funny. You guys can laugh. It's, it's fucking fucked up, but it's funny. Like, how do you? Fuck, that's fucked up. That's like that's like God's cruelest joke. <laughs> cruelest joke. If you uh, if you believe in all that, you know. Um, uh, definitely. Let's see. Where are we at, man? Um, uh, one of my favorite lines in Trust the Universe is, life's a beach. I'm just trying to find a way to shore. I like that. It's like, because life's a beach. I'm just trying like, <laughs> like, life's a bitch. You know what I mean? I'm trying to find my way. But I like the way you put it. Like, yeah. life's a beach, and I'm trying to find my way to shore. I was like, oh, it's fucking tough. I like that. It is like, it was probably one of my favorite. I would say my favorite, though, is probably, honestly, I don't I play that one back like a lot. Trust, uh, trust universe. No, honestly, on the album. Oh, the honestly, track, oh, the okay, very okay. First track. Yeah. yeah. Why is that? I don't know. I just like I'm really like vulnerable and like honest. <laughs> it's like, yeah. like really just like. Would you say that's your most like vulnerable song on the album? Mm, close, close, close to it. Yeah, yeah like one, like second, second for sure. I don't know, all of them, like, I'm just being myself in, but a couple of them, like, are my favorite. A little man. deeper, yeah. Yeah. Was, um, what, uh, for, so for a project like that, how many tracks was it? Like, it's, uh, 10. 10 tracks. How long does something like that take for you to create? Like, from you writing everything down or, you know, jotting it down on your phone mm -hmm. to actually recording it to get, to getting, I don't know how it works. 
So, I mean, it really just depends on, like, what kind of music it is and, like, however I am in the moment. But most of the time I record, mix, and master my own stuff. So, like, I'm usually just at the house just recording, uh, mixing it, getting it all together. And then I do graphic design. So, like, um, I had the cover taken by a photographer out of San Jose. Uh, shout out 8 the Film. Um, and I did the, the back cover and everything like that. Um, and then sent it out to get pressed up. Um, so roughly, I mean, it took like, it doesn't take too much to like to make the music. I think it's just more like life really, like how life happens. Oh, okay. Like, like what's going on in your life for you to be able to check all the, yeah. check all your boxes to get this done. Cause like, I'm not like really an artist. It's just like, oh, I'm in, I'm in the studio 24 seven, like working like all night, all day or whatever. It's more like kind of let it come to me, you know, like I'm not just in there like, oh, I need to make 10 songs tonight. It was just like it's dope. It was dope to do that or whatever. But I think it's more quality over quantity for sure. That's crazy. You say not crazy, but it's just very funny. It's you say that, and I think me and you are kind of on the same wavelength. I realized like in my life as of lately, and I've been trying to figure it out for some time now. But my life, I kind of work on ebbs and flows. Like I work on really highs and lows sometimes. Mm-hmm. And when I'm in that high. You know, it's like that creative space. It's exactly. like I'm funnier. Uh, I feel better. I feel looser. Uh, my podcasts are seamless. An hour fucking done. You yeah. know what I mean? And when I try to create on those lulls, I'm like fucking digging, grab me for straws. Exactly. Like, damn, do I even want to put this shit out? Is it worth it? So that's been the kind of the predicament for me is like, am I waiting for it to come to me? You know, because I know it's going to be great. Exactly. You know, like I know I'm good. I know I can... Uh, entertain for x amount of minutes mm-hmm. um and then there's days where i'm just like fuck yeah. life fucked me up today like yeah the work sucked i didn't make no fucking money i fucking wasted money going to work i fucking you know the homie tells me this something you know family goes on and then you're just like you know can i put it out but then you have like a weird responsibility yeah, and, you know, and it's almost like you feel pressure to be like, damn, I'm not doing this right now or whatever. Like, it's the man. pressure from the, you know, the people around you that would not. the And it's so who the fuck is the pressure from? It's from you. It's really from you. It's from yourself because nobody else is tripping off of what's going on with you. Like, oh, there's the podcast. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Great. Let me listen to it. You know, they're not really fucking digging through a fine with a fine tooth comb like. Dude, Julio wasn't happy on this one. Yeah, or, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Or they're not tripping off me. It's me tripping off myself. Exactly. I would say I learned that a little bit more recently. Um, just to like life. Just I think my homie Alwa told me that. Um, and it was just like, because he's an artist too. Um, he's actually performing uh, at the show with me. Uh, it's like one of my closest homies now. But um, he just told me like, right, like you're, you're stressing yourself out. Like just let it come to you. Let life come to you. You know, like the songs will come. You know, everything's going to come, but you can't force yourself or feel bad because you don't perform. You know, when you do perform, it's going to be amazing. So, I like that. It reminds me of, uh, like, baseball. Like, let the ball come to you when the pitcher's pitching. I don't know if you ever play baseball. But when you're up to bat, it's like you can't go out and try to hit the ball. You can't guess where it's going to be. Wait for it to come to you. Sit and fucking, fucking unload on yeah. it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I didn't play too much baseball. I was more of, like, a hooper. I couldn't tell at all. <laughs> uh, he pulled up to the crib right now. I was like, Jesus Christ. I just shook his hand. I fucking, my face went right into his fucking shoulder. Boom. <laughs> Little fucking black guy. <laughs> no. How long did you play ball for? 
like almost like my whole like almost like all my whole life bro yeah like, until like i started making music i would say and i was like like 15 16 when i like really started getting into music like music's always been there but i was really like into basketball like a lot um just like playing in leagues like here and there or just for school and then yeah, one really, of the songs you talk about you know making it out you either rapping or you're balling yeah yeah right what song was that I don't even know. It was, no, yeah. No, it's so, I'm telling you, you put it on replay and it's like you're telling a story. It's like you just pick up in different parts of your story. Yeah, I know what what you're talking about. I just don't know the song off the top of my head. It's all good. You guys have to listen to it and then you could tell us. (laughs) But yeah, I was was hooping for a while. I still hoop like once in a while, but that's more more just like clear my mind. Yeah, just go shoot around, be there in that moment. Yeah, because I feel like sometimes like you're kind of just out just doing a bunch of things and you let it, you let it like stress you out but like when you're either like at the gym or like hooping or just something like that you're just in that you're locked in you're in that and you're not thinking about anything else so uh, it's being present man being present in that moment and forced to be present because if you fuck around and you have a heavy squat and you know you're squatting heavy you're you know you're balling you don't have fucking time to look at your phone yeah you know you don't have time to worry about what your girl said or what your boss said or what your boy said fuck you you know (laughs) you got no time to think about that you're only you know move shit like that where like either you're stressed out like you're you put yourself under certain stress when you're like at the gym or you're locked in you know going one-on-one or you know five on five at 24 hour fitness or whatever you know you're present in that moment you're like in a little flow state you know i like that i like that a lot it's hard to get into those moments, though. A lot of people let, let a lot of people let life beat them up. You know, they let life fucking dictate what's gonna happen for the rest of their day. Dude. I'm a victim. I'm not a victim of it, but uh, I'm not a victim. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I tend to let that happen to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh fuck! Like I said earlier, work sucked. I had to drive over there. Blah blah blah. Now I'm back. It's already eight o'clock. And the first person to see my fucking shitty ass grin is my girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? And she don't deserve that. My brother don't deserve that. My yeah. brothers don't deserve that, you know? So it's like shake it off. You know, sometimes I, I tell I tell like I tell my girl more than anybody, like I told her last night, like just give me like ten minutes. Yeah. Just give me like ten minutes. And it was like two minutes and like I looked at her and she said, I said, Give me ten minutes and she was like <laughs> fucking side eye and I, she was just kinda of walked away. And then I was like all right, two, a minute was cool enough. So I went back up to her and I just hugged her. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you can't let what's going on outside your your life affect you. You know, you can't let that shit. You got to keep a fucking your guard up. Yeah. You know, people's energy will fucking rub off on you. And you can't, you can't have that when you come into your place of peace. Yeah, I think also like just, just taking that time to reset is real important. Because sometimes you carry that energy over and it just... Like you said, like other people don't deserve that, and you don't deserve it, you know. Yeah, you like why the fuck? Why the fuck do you want to create an argument? <laughs> why do you want to create a shitty situation for yourself? You don't. You really don't. As much as you like, bro, I fucking love to be angry sometimes. <laughs> like I'll sit and be like, oh, I fucking hate that motherfucker. I hate that bitch. You know what I mean? But then I'll just be like, the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Hey, just breathe. Just breathe. Just breathe, and I just breathe a little bit, you know. Fucking walk it off. Yeah. I was like, fuck that fool. <laughs> And it's no big deal. Yeah, it's no say, big deal, uh, man. You got to shrug shit off. I would say meditation all that helps me, to be honest. How do you meditate? Just breathing, just sitting in silence, reflecting. 
you know, like five, ten minutes, even if it's a couple minutes, it goes a long way. Do you have, um, have you ever ran into the issue where you are trying to meditate? Because a lot of people say this. I like to, I haven't meditated in a long time, um, but when I do, it clears my mind, right? Yeah. It slows me down. My, yeah. Even my breaths are slower. Um, but it's actually really hard to get to that spot. Mm-hmm. Those first five minutes, you're mm-hmm. like, your fucking yeah. mind's everywhere. Um, you go through that too? Yeah, definitely. Meditate? And yeah. I think, uh, like, as I got more into it, I've been, like, watching, like, different, like, pieces of, like, stuff on YouTube or whatever. But this one uh, guy, he's, like, a yogi mystic or something from, like, India. And his name's Saguru. And he was talking about... Shout out Saguru. Hey, that's, that's the, the homie. Guy. Okay. <laughs> that's the guy. But uh, he, he was talking about, like, just meditation and how it works. And, like, he was just saying... He's like, people like start to meditate and they're just like, I can't stop thinking. I can't, you know, I can't just, I can't settle down or whatever. I can't relax or whatever. That fu- I fucking hate that saying. I can't, I can't. Yeah. He's just like, so you're asking your mind to stop doing its job. That's like asking, you know, your heart or your whatever, any other like. That's heavy as yeah. fuck when you put it like that. Because yeah. it's like your mind's just doing what it's supposed to do, you know. That's on you to like relax. You have full control over it. So just really just kind of getting into those moments and really focusing on your breathing. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Like the simple, the things you're saying, like uh, you have control over your mind. Some people be like, oh, it's too fucking hard. <laughs> but like, for real, you're going to let, you're just going to give up. Yeah, no, nah, it's going to give like, up. Like five, like it really only takes that five minutes to get there. And then like after you're just like, all right, bro, why was I even tripping? Let's get back to it. One thing I want to start doing, because, you know, it's just kind of aligning your body, body and mind, you know, is one. One thing I really want to start doing is I want to stop eating once it's dark. Like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. I think once you do that, your body kind of naturally, I I think it's called like your circadian rhythm Mm -hmm. or something like that. So your body operates at a certain, uh, it's supposed to operate at a certain like level naturally. I'm butchering this explanation, but you know, sun rises, sun sets your body fucking it. Like it's supposed to be aligned with that. Right. Like, um, you're supposed to rise with the sun and you know, once the sun goes down, you know, you're supposed to go to sleep or do whatever you do, but we get so caught up, you know, with everything that we're doing, you know, work and then fucking shits. It's fucking late. You're eating at nine o'clock, nine 30. You're not letting your food digest. You're not letting, you know, your food's constantly digesting when you're sleeping. So you're waking up and your food hasn't even fully digested yet. Yeah, your body hasn't yeah. even taken a break. Your mind hasn't taken a break. It that sounds like chaos. It, it is. sounds fucking crazy. It sounds like a lot. You had not even shit today. <laughs> you haven't even shit today. You haven't even shit today. But like ever, all this is going on and you haven't even shit. You know what I mean? Is that even cool? Like, fuck no. Because then you'd be on, fucking on your way to work. Like, oh, fuck, I got a shit. You should have had that shit. At like six in the morning or five in the morning, and it would have been cool. <laughs> like replenish yourself, bro. Yeah, it's a, it's freaking, it's, it's a. Learning about how our bodies work mm-hmm. uh, as humans, it's, it's very interesting, and how far away we've gotten from that as society is sad. Sad it makes me sad, you know, because like, I don't know what it's really like to be a human being at its fullest potential. It might be crazy to say that. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Like I was watching something like similar to that like the other day and it's like 
we kind of overindulge like a lot like we're eating like four or five times a day or whatever or eating like certain things it's like really your body only needs like the nutrients that it needs like it doesn't need anything all that extra, extra. Like, that's why you got diabetes that's why you got, you're overweight yeah. that's why you're fucking i don't know your head hurts yeah. A lot of it has to do with what you put into your body. Your gut is your second brain, by the way. Easy, yeah. Yeah. So get your shit together. That's what <laughs> we're saying. It. Yeah. Fix it. <laughs> Fix it. Yeah. No, it's um and it's hard. It's not easy to do that. It's nah. not easy to just stop what you're doing and cuz people man, f- people this, man this are in their fucking rough. ways, bro. People are in their fucking ways. I mean, they got 30 McDonald's on every street, bro. Dude, they got a McDonald's <laughs> on every street, a little Caesars, a liquor store. Best believe they got the liquor store. And then they got the, the liquor store down from the liquor store. You know what I mean? Yeah. They it's a I think Did you watch that Ice Cube uh, interview with Joe Rogan? No, nah, the one that just that just dropped. Yeah. Nah. So Ice Cube is on a tangent right now, man. He's going on all the major podcasts, and he's talking about the powers that be. Yeah. You know, and how they kind of muscle him out of the, uh, how they don't prom- let his uh, big three because he has a league. It's a basketball league, the big man. three. So a lot of retired players, um, and just a lot of players, um, support it, but. What he's noticing is that the powers, you know, the motherfuckers at the top are, you know, not letting ball players talk about it. You know, they're shutting down uh, networks to have his uh, league on there, this, that, and the other. And it kind of ties into just what we're talking about, like the powers that be, liquor stores, fucking Little Caesars, McDonald's everywhere, like. That shit ain't good for anybody, no. but it's cheap and it's quick. And, yeah. you know, a lot of people eat it. And what is it doing to people? It's making people overweight. It's making people fucking fucking have cancer and shit. Like, is it, it's kind of a trend. You know okay. what I mean? It's kind of, it's, it's a, I feel like it's a trend. And it's something that's coming more out into the public eye. And I think people are finally seeing it, like. If we were to boycott a lot of the shit that's happening and that's going on, you know, we have the power to change that. Just like we have the power to control our mind. You know, we have these who are these motherfuckers that control us? Because you guys say that we that, like, oh, I'm free. This and the other. Are you really? Are you really? Or are you letting all these other like little indoctrinations like slowly take you? You know, like fuck fast food. Yeah. Fucking pornography. Yeah. Um, violence and music, bro. Everything is so sexualized now, bro. Fucking porn, bro. Click at a f- click. Fucking eight year olds have this shit. Eight year olds have iPhones. What the fuck you think they're looking at? Yeah. Imagine being eight, bro, looking at this shit. Ah, you know what I mean? <laughs> fucking stroking your fucking thing. Don't even know what's going on. Don't even know like what it is to even have sex or what it even fucking means. But your brain's overstimulated, and that's what you know. Yeah. Imagine by the time you're eighteen. You don't think that's going to have some kind of weird side effect on you? That's right. People don't have self-control. That's really what it is nowadays. Yeah. Well, it's it's that, but it's also motherfuckers that are like this here, here, here. It's like enabling everybody. You know, like yeah. you got the the homies enabling the other homies to do the drugs. You know what I mean? It ain't good. Yeah, you can say no, but everybody's doing it. Fuck it. I'll do it too. Yeah. You know, I think... Yeah, my whole point was just the powers that be, man. Be careful. Make your own decisions. And media, 
that's why we that's what we're talking about what we're talking about like literally getting your health back getting your mind back controlling your mind slowing it down watching what you intake into your brain and yeah that goes for like everything bro not only food subconscious is strong yeah you may not think it matters, like it matter but it comes up yeah karma's a bitch too yeah karma's a bitch too i met that bitch <laughs> she said bow 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 <laughs> and then you learn and then you're humbled have you ever been humbled in your life, man? Through your, through your, through your, through your career as an artist, or any point in life where you were just like, I thought I was that motherfucker, and I'm just, let me just slow the fuck down a little bit. Mm. You don't have to have it either. I mean, if shit, that's kind of a off the fucking wall kind of question. Uh, yes and no. I would say like nothing like hella recent. I say my daughter humbles me all the time, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying like hella like crazy stuff um nothing i can think of but it just makes you think like like what am what am i doing you know yeah and i don't know really just maybe just hurry no yeah i had a situation at work the other day where this guy was like testing me talking shit to me it escalated to the point where he put his hand on me was it the one you were talking about? In, yeah, like you last, listen to that? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. It yeah. was this motherfucker, dude, just testing me, testing me. And I was just like, I know what this is, bro. Like, I've been tested like this before. Like, yeah. I, you're testing my anger. You know I'm weak. You know I am You know I like to be angry. You know what I mean? That's the devil, bro. That's the devil. Yeah. You know I like, you know I like to fucking, I'm a fucking man, bro. You know I like booty. I like to be mad. I like weed. I like other shit, other drugs. I like alcohol. Everybody, you know what I mean? If you if you've grown up in the society to this point, you you know you kind of have those little vices. They mm-hmm. keep coming back and they'll keep testing you. You know what I mean? They they fucking will. And the devil's slick. That motherfucker's slick, bro. He's he'll test you and test you even when you think you're good. So be careful. Be mindful of what you're doing and what you're what you're saying, what you're putting into your body. You know, shit. I get on these little tangents all the time. <laughs> They're talking same, about random bro. shit. Same. Yeah, but I think I think like. There's just been a theme on the podcast the past couple of episodes. We're talk, talking about like good and evil. It comes up like all the time in my day to day life. You know, it's uh, and it's just more apparent now. I think, I think people who are trying to open their eyes and who are trying to better themselves are seeing it, and they can feel it. You know, I think, um, I think this was a big shift for when COVID happened. I think mm-hmm. a lot of shit fucking flipped. Like people talking and engaging with one another and having kind of like a trust with your neighbor flipped. Everybody's locked in the doors. Get inside. You can't do shit. If you don't wear your mask, you're a fucking punk. If you don't get the shot, you're a fucking punk. If you don't do this and the other, you're a punk. Why? Because what about the person next to you? You don't care about the person next to you? So now it's like this weird-ass guilt trip. So now it's like pitting, pitting people against each other. Not only are you pitting people against each other, now you're isolating everybody. Yeah. Fuck, bro. It's a lot going on that's psych- like that's Slowly, 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 slowly teaching you and fucking molding your brain and shit, man. Fuck them. They're <laughs> doing something, bro. Bro. This show doing something. Bro, I'm going to get canceled before I even get off, bro. <laughs> they're going to, they're gonna, it's like when I'm shooting the ball, I'm just going to get swatted. What? Yeah, fuck. I don't even like basketball. Why am I here? When I played ball, I was just the guy who was, um, I was like the hustler. I was like that. You had a guy in defense. The defense. Yeah, I was that guy. I was the football player guy. Yeah. Football player come on the off season, 
He got, got a little shot, but anytime anybody going up, niggas getting fouled. <laughs> What's up? So anytime they going up, niggas is getting fouled. Who? Like me? I be fouling people? Like, like like football players, like like uh, people that play basketball. Yeah, yeah fouls, bro. Yeah. He fouling. They're uh yeah the football player the football player turned basketball player like in high school college and not you don't see that in college too much but in high school they're just doing it for their friends something to do. Stay yeah. in shape. Yeah. You know, but I fucking loved it, bro. Put me a coach. I would fucking go in there. I'd get a steal, dish it off to the homie. He'd get a fucking layup or something. I'd be like, all right. Get into somebody's fucking head. Motherfucker want to hit me. That's right, fool. Fuck you. You know what I mean? <laughs> he, he gets teed up. That's the kind of player I was. I was annoying. Hey, yeah. People didn't like me. But it was cool. My team liked me. <laughs> it was uh, just real. Uh, it's like Draymond. Yeah, except <laughs> I wasn't kicking people and stopping people's fucking chest out. <laughs> Not that he does that or anything. Nah, nah. He's like, fucking kick. Like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> He's wild. He's cool, though. I like Draymond style. Even I, I don't like him because when he would... I'm a Celtic fan. So bro, what? Yeah, I know. So I'm a, Celt- <laughs> I'm a Celtic fan. Um, I don't got no Celtic shit up. I got my hat right there, though. The whole, the whole wall is green. That gives it away, too, right? Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm a Celtic fan, so when Draymond Green played the Celtics, he was I, he was just a pest. Any team, any opposing <laughs> team doesn't want to play Draymond Green. No. And they want to talk shit and talk down on him, but he's a fucking baller, bro. He's a baller. He's good. Easy. Yeah. I think I cut. Co- I Dude, we covered a lot of the questions um, just talking. Um, You're really a Celtic fan, though? Yeah, I'm a Celtic fan. Check me out. Damn, bro. Check me out. Damn, Check me out. Wild, You're a Warrior fan? I'm a Laker fan, bro. You're a Laker fan? I'm a Laker fan. <laughs> It's fucking worse than a Warrior fan. <laughs> it could be worse. Now. Fucking, what was it? Like, 08 fucking finals and shit yeah. like that, bro? Fuck. I had, like, the whole... Everybody at my house, my aunt, everybody with Laker fans. I was like, let's go Ray Ray. Let's go Ray Allen. Ray yeah. Allen. If you guys don't know who that is, Ray Ray Ray. Bro. That's Fuck. rough, bro. All-time <laughs> bro. It was a good time. Right now, they're they're not finding it, bro. They they haven't found it yet. They have Damian Lillard. Huh? So y'all gonna get Damian Lillard? No, he's not going. There. He's not gonna go there only because we already got Jalen and uh, Tatum. There's a, it's already two superstars in their own right. Damian Lillard would need the ball a little bit more. That would kind of push one of them off. You know what I mean? Like I need one more player though. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. We got a Kristaps Porzingis. Porzingis, yeah, Porzingis. That's cool. But he's smooth. He's smooth, but he's like uh, inconsistent. Exactly. Yeah. Like you can see his his highlights look good. Yeah, it's like the same for us with Anthony Davis. Yeah, Anthony da- Anthony Davis is a great player, but he, he just, put. He I mean, in the p- I think in the playoffs he did fairly well, right? Like yeah. he was showing up. He just he just get injured a lot. He's a tall motherfucker. Yeah. You know, what I mean, I think dudes like that like probably have more tendency to be injured. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, just because like there's more pressure on your knees, your fucking hips. That's that's true. Your knees good. Nah, I'm just kidding. Nah. <laughs> Football, bro. Bro, fuck my shits are. F- I have I have two herniated discs in my lower back. My knees pop. My shoulders make noises. Bro, I'm like 79 right now. Yeah, I think I tore some stuff like like back in high school. Like you're in your knee. Yeah, <laughs> that shit's scary, bro. A lot of people do tear like MCLs and like PCLs yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, and they don't ever get it fixed, and it kind of just heals on its own. Um. But they're always it's kind of, always kind of nagging, yeah. You know, always nagging whenever you do start it up again. Yeah, and I used to skate a lot too. So like, oh, you used to skate? Yeah, for real? Yeah, not like no Paul Rodriguez or anything yeah. like that. But I used to just cruise around, like go like down the hills or like around the city and just 
fall on my ass a lot. <laughs> that was no, that's that's uh that's that's the way to do it. Me and my brothers when we first moved out here, excuse me, like seven years ago, we started building like boards. Yeah. So we'd get like jelly wheels, like those little OJ jelly wheels, and throw them on decks, and we just fucking mash and mob yeah, around. Like the longboard ones. Yeah, um, the wheel, yeah, longboard wheels, but yeah, we didn't really have longboards. We we had like pen, regular, regular decks, regular decks, and penny boards. Yeah, those yeah, little fucking penny boards. Mean, bro. All I can around. I can do one trick. I can do a hill flip. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, they used to be us like like back in the day, just really just skating everywhere before we had cars. For me, I would honestly. I picked up skating more. I, I did it when I was younger. And then when I moved here, I did it for like two, three years heavy. Like we would just mob to different neighborhoods where it was smoother and it was like a little nicer. We just cruise and shit. Yeah. Um, but we haven't as much lately. Life, you know, get a little life, busier, get a little old, life, get a little older. Yeah. Back yeah. starts to hurt a little bit more. I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, Shit's time. real, bro. All like people are like, oh, wait till you get thirty. Wait till you get baby, 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 baby. Shut up. <laughs> Let me just experience my life, and my pains, my yeah, back hurts. Bro. I feel like balance is the biggest thing, bro. Balance is really, like, really important. Especially when you're getting older. Yeah. yeah. And I kind of learned that, too. I think getting to the point, too, also, like, as I got older, because I think really, for the longest time, I was like, oh, I'm only going to make music and this, this, and that. I think other things just started coming, like, to me and, uh, like, just being more open. Because, like, if you look at, like, a lot of, like, bigger, like, artists or, like, business owners and stuff like that they're not only making music like that's not their only no yeah that that's some that's like a that's a view that people have of like oh you know he's a he's a rapper that's all he does that's all he can do or he's a baller that's all he does that's all he can do man look at e40 e40 does everything he fucking owns everything he has his own tequila he's a fucking cook master chef um he's a fucking entrepreneur yeah yeah it's pretty wild and you pick up on shit like that, Birdman. Like all these, just like Im- like influential people, you know, through the years, and you see what they're doing now, and they're like, mm-hmm. "Motherfucker, I got like, I flip houses." Uh, Waka Flocka. Yeah. I think it's Waka Flocka who's big into fucking real estate, right? Check check the sure. facts. Run the car sure. facts. <laughs> but I think it's I think it's Waka Flocka and I, Chameleon there. They're Chame- like Chameleon is like tech. I think. Yeah, they yeah. do different shit, and you're like, what the fuck, like. Yeah, he graduated from so-and-so. You're like, what the fuck? And yeah. you're like, yeah. But you only get paint like one picture. You know what I mean? But a lot of these dudes like are smart and they're fucking intelligent as fuck. And they have like three different hustles going on. Plus, yeah. they're hu- like they're rapping. You know? Yeah, kind of like how to start doing it, bro. Just picking up different stuff and just getting getting more involved like in the community. That's what you're doing now? Yeah, or yeah, like on top of music, like uh, I work with a company uh, out in San Jose and like all over. We do events all over, but uh, it's called Culture Night Market. And like we activate spaces uh, with like different vendors and food vendors and just like really getting connected with the community and giving them opportunity to like connect and make money and just be around. And like also for like artists and stuff like that. You're uh, putting on like you're creating the space for everybody. Exactly. Nice. I've been working with them for about like six seven months and we're getting like a lot a lot of traction lately uh we just partnered with like the county fair we're gonna be at the county fair in san jose Uh, let's go it's crazy yeah it's pretty pretty cool because like i've been seeing like the impact of just my work 
through that. That's the best thing to see too is like you actually do work and you see like the benefits or of it. You know, you kind of see the the what do they call it? The fruits of your labor. Yeah. Is that what they say? You, you know, is it? And that's kind of narcissistic, but at the same time, it's like that's a beautiful thing. You know, like you're you, you're putting in all this work into the community and you're seeing other people build their brands and you know they get to network with the community. Now all of a sudden, boom! This fucking Agua Fresca spot right here that you had come over here. It's fucking yeah, popping yeah, now. Yeah. And it was just a little mom and pop spot yeah. on the corner that wasn't getting no traction. But now, yeah, and we're starting you know, to see that too. And it's dope. Cause it's like a lot of the times, like these people didn't really have the opportunity to do that before. So like just, just being able to, to do that for them is, is real important. Cause like these, uh, you know, like people in power or whoever whoever it is like they're not gonna they're not gonna do this for us yeah especially people who look like us like they they don't they and that less. that's what that's the fucking big picture bro it's like look at what we can do look at what you're doing look at what we can do people humans just like us mexican black white asian dominican vietnamese fucking filipino whatever the fuck you are you know what i mean like you can do that you have power and the greatest power that you have is within your community, within yeah. your bubble. How you act reflects on your household. How your household reflects, you know, uh, on the block. Your block within the community. The community within your space of the city. Your city, so on and so forth, you know. And that's the big picture on the grand scale. But now I'm not even going to say, I'm not going to say nothing negative about it. Yeah, people now are... Um, they're doing what you're doing and it's a beautiful thing to see. I was going to shit on some shit. But <laughs> I don't, you don't need to always shit on something. You don't always need like that counter, you know? Yeah. It's just, this is what you can do as a human being. You could take action into your own hands. And you could do multiple different things. You don't have to do just one thing. You could do whatever you want. And as long as you put the time in and the work and the effort, you're going you're gonna to get to where you need to be, honestly. That's something I wanted to highlight too with you. Um, you touched on it a little bit earlier. My question was going to be you mix and master like all your music mm-hmm. and all your videos. No, I don't do my videos. I mean, my content as far yeah. as my content. Yeah. I shoot my own content for the most part, unless I have like a videographer. I've been working with a videographer recently. Um, HD shout out to him. He shot like my last two to three videos. Um, but as far as like, just quick content and a lot of the stuff that you see is me like editing as far as songs like the only thing i really don't do is make beats that's like yeah i don't do anything other than that like everything is just me so that's pretty wild did you have to did you were you at a certain point and you're like fuck i have to learn how to do this uh, I just kind of came, honestly, like, as I started to grow, because when I first started making music, um, we started recording at my homie's house um, on a platform that I still use to this day called Studio One, and I was, like, just kind of watching him and just picking it up and just, like, oh, the vocal track goes here and just press record and then kind of getting into it a little bit more, like, oh, this makes it sound like this, and then going to studios, like, um, my homie Vinny Van Gogh, uh, shout out to him, I was working with him for, like, two to three years um he makes like a lot of my stuff before but just going to the studio with him and like him showing me different stuff and just like hey this filter over here is gonna make it sound like this so just being willing to learn and it really just saves you time and like 
When? Everybody has their, their own schedule, you know. They always can't send you back something, like, immediately, like, you know. So the fact that you're able to do it and just get it out there, like, if I want to go drop a song tomorrow, I'm going to drop a song. Like, I don't need to, you don't need to wait on anybody. Yeah, I don't need to go to the studio. I don't need to wait on anybody. I'll make the cover, shoot the content for whatever, and put it out. I like that, man. It's, uh, I th- I'm, I'm seeing a lot more artists do that, too. Like they have, they're the all-in-one package. Yeah, it's kind of like why not? Why, you know, why, why do I gotta pay somebody why, else to why do it? You, you know, it's like, and it's not super super hard to learn. And if you look at like a lot of like upcoming artists or like just artists that are like a lot bigger now, like the Russell, shout out to him. Like it's like one of the people I take a lot of game from. Is he's like before building his company, he's like. I'm not going to do it. I can't expect anybody else to do it. So I'm going to do everything that I need to do to make it happen, whether I have the help or not. And that's, that's a, um, I think people get scared of that too. It's like, how bad do you want it? Yeah. It's, it's, it's how bad do you want it? But like, fuck, what if I fail? Fuck, what if they don't like it? What if I don't know? What if I don't, you know, what, 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 and you get like in this weird ass paralysis. Mm -hmm. I think that's what happens to a lot. I can speak to my, to my own, um, experience. Like you're thinking about, oh fuck, I have to figure out how to edit this. I have to figure out how to, you know, match up the fucking the vocal, yeah. the vocal with the video. I've never done it. Let's fuck. Well, let's go do it today. Oh, this shit's cool. This is how this looks. You know, it kind of comes, like you said, it just kind of comes. Yeah, and it's like, everything's like on YouTube now. So like, why are you not gonna put the time in to do it? If you really I mean, want, like do we, we like working jobs and we give our time to other people, but it's like we don't put that same time into you our get own caught self. up with that yeah. time and you let it affect what you're doing in your life yeah, it's like you know you, what i mean you, so maybe you let your nine to five affect your dream and your passion and then the dream and the passion gets fucking squished like a cockroach exactly you so know like, what i mean if you really really want something you got to sacrifice sometimes and whether that's learning a new trade or a new trick or whatever you just got to put the time in or maybe you can't go out that friday night maybe that saturday night why not because yeah, one less tequila shot and come home yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know it's like it's 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 the fucking story of everybody you know it's like oh, i'll have one drink you know but but Devin's coming saturday morning bro you're gonna be hung over ah, it's all right bro i'll be good oh, i gotta call Devin, bro my fucking i'm hung over yeah fucking shoot yourself in the foot what yeah. could have been a great creation and a great creative uh uh gathering you know like networking you know nothing happened why because you wanted to get fucked up yeah you couldn't wait till saturday night literally the celebration after what you did you know but then again that's what we like to do to ourselves we like to give ourselves a little reward after like seven days of doing good you know what i mean yeah why why keep doing that, that shit makes sense i think consistency just goes a long way bro you remind me of my boy angel Angel? Just um, he he works out quite a bit. Uh, AP performance. Shout out to the homie. He's very like intentional. Very mm-hmm. like nah. This is what I need to do, and that's where I where I learn a lot of it from. It's because yeah. I'm very like even in my I'm 30, but even I know my faults, and my faults are, hey, all right, cool. You wanna come out tonight? Shit, fuck, oh, fuck. All right, like. Like the devil knows my vices, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and that's I'm the biggest. I can fall vic- I I can play into that hand, uh, very easy. But with people, I mean, just what you're speaking. But I get a lot of it from my boys. Like, bro, like what are you doing? He'll send me pictures of himself, just fucking notes in the laptop, like at fucking 3 p.m. in the day, just like working on blah 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 blah. blah. 
And I'm just like, fuck. And I'm just like, all right, you know what? Let me stop. And I'll scroll and I'll like look up articles, this and the other, make some talking points for a future podcast. Yeah. Just little things to keep you on your grind. Little people would keep you accountable. You know what I mean? And I think those people are important to have in your life. People who are doing things that you want to do. People who are doing what you want. You know, like you have to have people around you that kind of encompass your beliefs and your morals. Because if not, then, you know, you're kind of doing the opposite. Yeah, just running in circles. Literally, I, I used to love running in circles. Yeah. I used to love it, bro. It was such a good time. <laughs> <laughs> it was. That's the fucked up part. You know what I mean? It's like, it's a good time until it's not a good time. But yeah. That's that's the big thing, bro, for me. is like growing up has been when to say no and letting the youngsters know, like, that shit, that shit's for the birds, man. Yeah, it's how like, it played out. That shit's fucking, fucking whack, you know? Like, don't get me wrong. There's a time and a place for everything, but... Every sure. weekend, every yeah, week, yeah, bro. Every yeah. weekend, every, every day weekend is yeah. wild. And I feel like people don't like really think about like how much time we have. Like we don't have hella time. It goes by, bro. I'm fucking thirty. I felt like I just graduated high school. Literally, yeah. I know it sounds weird, but I feel like I just. I always say it. I feel like I just graduated high school. Yeah, like it just goes by hella quick. And one thing I think about a lot is just what I'm. What am I doing with my time? I only have twenty four hours in a day, so. I need to do this. I need to make sure it gets done. Because if not, who's going to do it? You know, I can't count on anybody else to do it for me. That's a big one, man. I think a lot of people have uh, comfort zones. They have parents or maybe significant others that do a lot for them. Yeah. You know, and then they rely on like, oh, well, they kind of have that feeling when going into a creative space. Like they're, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Oh, but I don't have anybody to do it for me. Well, you got yourself. Like, why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. I, I don't know. I think just being intentional is something that's really important to me. And I just try to keep that in the back of my mind, like, at all times. Because if I don't, then I'm going to end up doing some, some extra shit that I don't need to be doing. Yeah, man. Fucking getting hit over the head with a fucking chair or something at a bar. That's never happened to me. <laughs> I don't know why I thought of that, but I did. <laughs> All right, man. So we're going to be wrapping up here in a few. Um, but where do you see yourself going, man? Like, you're here right now, obviously. But what do you see in the future for yourself within the next five to ten years? Like, is there a plan? Is there a place you want to be? Is there something you want to achieve? Is there an artist you want to work with? Um, I know you said earlier that you're going to keep, like, letting it come to you, mm -hmm. right? Um, but... Obviously, as a human, we have a little bit of an ego. We want to be at a certain place at yeah. some point. So where does that what does that place look like for you? It looks like peace, bro. Honestly, I think that's the only thing I'm chasing at this point. Like, I know everything else is going to come. So peaceful, too. Yeah. Just just being being peaceful and just having like a balanced life. Like, so then continuing to put out great music, man. Like, but like just putting out what I want to put out through my life experiences and having that connect with people and just being a pillar in my community, you know, just being able to like help people like in San Jose or in the Bay Area or in California, just wherever, you know, just, just being somebody that people could look up to. That's beautiful, man. You're already starting it from, from, from what I'm hearing too, from your music to, um, the group that you're working with, you're already doing it. So, like I said, like the, the consistency that you have with everything else in your life, yeah, I see that happening, man. I, it's 
nothing in your way except for ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, one thing before we go and get out of here and wrap it up and, uh, you know, enjoy this hot-ass Sacramento weather. I haven't done this before, but I thought it was cool. It's, like, very simple, very basic. We call it favorites. Favorites. <laughs> for sure. Uh, what's your favorite food, man? Favorite food? I'm at the Taqueria 24-7, bro. Taqueria? What kind of tacos a burrito, are you getting? A burrito. A a solid burrito? A solid burrito. With What's in it? What's in it, man? What's everything? Everything. everything rice, Let people know, bro. You're from Cali, bro. Beans, cheese. Uh, you got salsa in there? Salsa, pico de gallo. Let's go. Green salsa. The, uh, yeah, bro. Just That's run, it. Run That's me, pretty much fucking run it. Run me everything, bro, but not at Chipotle, bro. I'm going to a taco truck. Like, Chipotle, it's all right. Like, if, you got, if you're in a bind, that's all you can eat. Like, but if you have to, like, last. But, yeah. like, there's, we live in California, bro. There's a million taco trucks. That is very true. We are yeah. blessed here in Cali. Especially in, like, right here in Sacramento. Shit. I actually ate at this one spot. It was off of 4th Street or downtown Sacramento or downtown San Jose. There's, like, a barbershop called Frank's. There's, like, two barbershops. Um, it's right by the school, kind of. There's, like, a fuck. Bro, don't tell me a lot of this, bro. <laughs> don't tell me love vix bro no 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 it's not love vix um it's a hole in the wall bro my boy my, my boy who's a barber shout out jordan he uh he cuts in san jose and he don't fuck around bro we're from like a little small fucking little mexican farm town so he knows tacos you know what yeah. i mean like so um he took me he's like he's like let's go with some tacos real quick if you're hungry and i was like eh, like where at he's like at this spot and i go in and it's like two mexican ladies and a mexicano dude they just speak spanish i was like oh this is this, <laughs> we're good we're well, this is good, the fucking man. spot so i went there and that was that was it i forget the name though man i wish i could shout him out it was so good because i had been driving with my brother all day and we were just i was trying to get a cut and i finally got a cut me and my boy were just chilling smoking yeah and then he was like are you hungry and i said fuck bet hell yeah i'm hungry so get some tacos and they were fucking fuck, i had like three and they were perfect bro hit the spot wasn't too full oh, yeah i want to go back I have to go get a haircut, so I'll probably have to get some tacos too. Yeah, favorites, favorites, how, favorites. How so taco or any kind of like taqueria, pretty much. So as long as you can get a burrito, some tacos. Not, not just any taqueria, because some of them, some of them don't be hitting. Like no, we we got that part. We got. Don't be going to those janky ass spots that are fucking six dollars a taco. <laughs> Fuck you for $6 tacos. <laughs> $10 for extra avocado. Like, bitch, what? Uh, what the fuck you, you made that shit in the back right now? <laughs> fuck, it was not that much to make. Um, What's your favorite color? My favorite color, blue. Blue? Why? Because it's like the meaning behind it. It's really like peaceful and like calm. For serenity. real? Yeah. Blue has a meaning? Yeah, all colors have a meaning for sure. So the green is like Celtic green, so that's like the meaning that's behind it. Yeah, you know. <laughs> 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 that green, I think... It relates a lot to like to wealth and like prosperity. Oh, and see, stuff like you that, know, it's yeah. cracking over here. The Full Circle Mentality Podcast. Wealth, <laughs> baby, wealth. Come on now. Hey, uh, write it up. there was this, uh, before I get to the next favorite, I saw this clip. It was this dude. His name is GG3, um, GG33. He's like a numerologist. I don't know if you believe in numerology or numbers do, at all. Yeah. Um, and he was like, some of the smartest people are born on the 7th and the 16th. And I said, bitch, my birthday was on April 16th or is <laughs> April 16th. <laughs> And I was just like, I commented and I was like, little fucking peekaboo face. Like, <laughs> like, I am here. You see me. I'm here. Yeah, I didn't go to college, but I'm here. <laughs> Smartest. Did you hear that? Numerology. That's what wins games, baby. And what makes pocketbooks fat. That's just real. Like, I don't know if it's real, uh, but I, like, I heavily I believe like, in it. Yeah, definitely. My life, well, you have, you know, your life path number? Five. 
Mine's 33. What What does five mean? I think my girl is a five. I can't remember off the top oh, of my head. Let me see if I can pull this up. <laughs> it's, it's a five for sure, though. Cinco. Uh, favorite genre of music? Favorite genre of music? R&B. R&B. Why is it a R&B, man? Uh, just because it's really all I listened to growing up, honestly. And it really just mellows me out and calms me down. Um, my favorite, like, artists are... Like growing up was like all R and B artists, whether that was like Michael Jackson or like The Temptations or There you go. Jagged Edge or any of those guys. Like those are like some of my favorites. I love hip hop, but I didn't really start listening to hip hop until I got a little bit older. And that was like Lil Wayne for me. Like hey, Lil Wayne went fucking hard. Was like one of the first people like Shout out Lil Wayne. His fucking wordplay. Crazy. Fucking nuts. Crazy. And then nuts. He's an alien. It's like, uh, it's untouchable. And he was fucking like 15 when he came out. Like yeah. 15 or 16, dude, rapping with uh, with like Birdman. But he was rapping prior to that. Um, I forget who he was with or what it was called. The Hot Boys. Hot Boys, there you yeah. go. Yeah, and his shit was hot. And he's still a fucking, he's, he can still put out a great album, I'm sure of it. Where the fuck you at, Wayne? Come on. You just got for tour. Yeah, that's what I just thought. He came on <laughs> fucking tour, bro. Shit. Hey. I was there. Um... <laughs> A la a life path five is a is a people person with a variety of talents. They can run several projects at the same time, and have a gift gift for advising, communicating with others. Running, bro. I like that. I, I like that quite a bit. That's like we hit the nail on the head. What's this yours? shit's real. <laughs> What's yours? Uh, thirty. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I kind of know the gist of it, but I don't want to sound like a pompous asshole, so I'm just gonna read it from the thing. <laughs> So those with a life with a path number 33 can be very understanding and great listeners. They are full of sympathy and always provide listen, a listening ear to their friends and family. But numerology cautions that 33s need to be careful to express their care in ways that don't make their friends or family feel weaker. I can see that. I can see that. I think I'm becoming a little softer. Yeah, I used to be a dick. <laughs> I used to be a dick, bro. But like the like the asshole and the arrogance that came off of me was because I wanted you to succeed, and I knew you could do better. That's that's a big thing for me. Too, but it's just right? like sometimes you come just, on, you gotta let it go. Though. Come on, like literally, that's it. Come on, you're not even giving yeah. any instruction, any direction. You just you're just like, it. come on, you just do it. Yeah, yeah, fucking pull the weight, bro. Oh, your back hurts. Oh, fuck. Yeah. But now I'm like, oh, your back hurts. You might not have the bro. foundational muscles to be do getting softer, <laughs> yeah. getting softer. Yeah, some paper will be all right. Little vapor up. <laughs> vapor up cures everything, as far as my grandmother says. <laughs> exactly. So we got the we got R and B, we got blue, we got tacos or burritos, bomb ass taquerias, pretty much. And then what's your dream car, bro? My dream car. Carro. Sheesh. That's car in Spanish for you guys. <laughs> if you didn't know. Uh, if you live in California or like San Jose, Salinas, fucking San Francisco, a little bit of Spanish. If you can't say, oh no. Con todo or sin todo, like, fuck, you're fucking up. Like, it's either <laughs> yeah, with everything or without everything. You're screwed. You may not get the right burrito, bro. Yeah. Hey, dude, you <laughs> might get, you might be fucked up. And if you don't tell them no salsa, that shit might fucking ruin your day. That salsa might be. If you do that, you're going to have a bad time. <laughs> no, dude. Oh, fuck, dude. I put this green salsa on my shit one time. And I put it on one whole taco. And I was like, oh, you know, green salsa. Cool, you know, it was cool. It was cool. Yeah, no. And I bit into what I it hit my shit. And I was like. <laughs> and I fucking I swallowed it But like It just It like hurt my mouth You know that like hurt Of, of the fire Or not the yeah, fire no, It's pain Yeah It's just, it's just bad It's like wasn't good I was just like 
I put the salsa on the other tacos too. It was all bad, dude. Yeah. But your favorite car? Favorite car, man. I'm not really big into cars, but I would just say like a running one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably like a Charger. No, a Dodge Durango. There you go. That's my next one. I uh, like those. I think I'm going to grab one of those because I'm hella tall. And yeah. You need some space. I need space. Yeah. And leg room, bro. <laughs> we'll make sure there's more there's ample leg room next time brother <laughs> but um we're gonna wrap it up here today man i want to say thank you yeah, for joining course, me here bro. today uh before you go though do you want to leave the people with any wisdom or just anything man just follow follow yourself you know follow your gut instincts and just keep going on whatever you're you're working towards and eventually you'll get there uh you can follow me everywhere at devin 408 that's d-e-v-i-e-n 408 that's my Instagram, Twitter, uh, that new threads. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, everything. on Instagram? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, follow me everywhere. Follow the man. Everybody, thank you for joining me. Spread the peace and the love. We are out. Yes, sir. Jeez. Oh, that was an hour and 15.